Today's football news is with thanks to Fuji Clean, manufacturing sewer treatment plants since the 60s with over 3 million systems installed around the globe. Call 1-300-733-619 or visit fujiclean.com.au. Time to uh, talk football, and as always, we're joined by producer James Clark. Morning, Clarkie. Hello, boys. Hello, James. And on the line, we have, of course, former Socceroo, uh, Scott McDonald. Morning, Scott. How are you? Good morning, fellas. Yes, very well, thank you. Another uh, fantastic uh, week of football, um, and still going at the moment, as mm. we see in the Champions League. Yeah, plenty happening in the Champions League this morning, Scott. Uh, your boys, Celtic... Uh, Tough road trip, isn't yeah. it, going to the Bernabeu? Um, but unbelievable. Uh, when you have a look at the Real Madrid team, it's it's just quite astounding. You're Rodri, Luka Modric, uh, Senio, Vinicius Jr. And then they subbed on uh, a fellow by the name of um, Benzema for Vinicius Jr. <laughs> so, and then Valverde, Federico Valverde comes on. So when you've got the likes of a quality side like that, um, it's no it's no surprise that uh, Celtic was struggling away from home. They've, they've struggled this, this Champions League, but uh, they would have taken a lot of learnings out of this, probably a few more learnings than uh, their counterparts, Rangers, who had the worst record in the Champions League. So, I mean, they can take that, yeah. they, they can take that away, can't they? Exactly. I think, I think that's the only thing that can probably cheer Celtic fans up at this moment, that they're Certainly not the worst team in the Champions League this season or uh, for record ever. So, um, you know, it's been a really disappointing campaign, though, you know, apart from all the jokes aside um, for Scottish football. It's, it's not been a great uh, light on the game itself, um, but, you know, within European football. And a long way to go, it, it seems, um, for the Scottish teams to compete. But you talked about it there in terms of the lineup for Real Madrid and, and what they have. Um, it's just so difficult for a club like Celtic and Rangers to, to compete at the highest level, to, particularly with the style of play um, that Ange and, and uh, Van Bronckhorst want to play, which is open, attacking, exciting football. But um, when you come against other teams that want to do that, that have better players than you, then uh, you know, 99 times out of 100, you're going to get beat. Um, and that's what's happened in, in this campaign for both teams. Yeah, one team that uh, hasn't done particularly well in the group stage... Uh, is Juventus the the old lady very looking very old at the moment? Um, PSG up one nil on that one, but a lot of work for Juventus to be done uh, post Champions League and to get their Serie A uh, title hopes back on track. Um, but just a team that just seems to be going through the motions at the moment. Yeah, obviously Allegri has been under a lot of pressure, you know, this season, particularly uh, with the performances themselves. They they lie in around about mid-table at the moment in the Serie A. It's our seventh, actually, in the Serie A at the moment. Just two points behind him for Milan, who are, in, who are in sixth place, as well as Lazio. But, yeah, it's not where you'd expect the, you know, Juve to be usually, that's for sure. Um, and obviously not winning the title you know, last year. Um, the pressure is mounting, and I agree. Obviously, he's had you know, a wonderful spell there previously. Um, but it, it looks like it could be coming to an end once again. Um, but... Mbappe just doing what he normally does, obviously getting on the score sheet again. And I'm super excited to see what him and, and a few others can do you know, at this World Cup. We didn't get a chance to chat with you on Tuesday being uh, Melbourne Cup Day, but uh, yeah, interesting round of EPL on the weekend, and it's going to, no doubt, it's going to back it up again this weekend. But uh, Brighton, uh, they, they would have been smiling uh, with uh, Graham Potter returning back to his old home and uh, getting thumped. Uh, yeah. 
so that it was that game, but there was also uh, Spurs scrapping a, a win in, a, at a time against Bournemouth, who went up in the, in that game. And but the a big shock was uh, Liverpool losing at home to Leeds, the first loss at home for Virgil, Virgil Van Dijk in unbelievable stat seventy matches in almost five years. Yeah. Um, so, but it was it was a great goal for for Leeds as well to to wrap that one up. Yeah, it was. It's incredible to think that record, isn't it, in terms of Virgil van Dijk's record and what he's achieved uh, at Liverpool. Uh, But again, we we talk about Juventus being in transition now, um, trying to change the tide. Uh, Is is it the case for Liverpool? I know there's a lot of questions being asked at the moment in terms of Jurgen Klopp's men. Um, Even some people, it's crazy to say, which I think is crazy, but, um, you know, is Jurgen Klopp still the right man for the job? but again, it comes to to all teams. And, and I think Liverpool have had a trait in doing this, that they are superb one season and they're, and they're, they're just untouchable. And then they, they seem to find that little dip in form that, you know, the second season, it almost takes them a season to recharge the batteries and go again. And I think maybe that that's possibility uh, this time around. But, you know, again, it's so tight there. And we've seen, we talked about Brighton um, beating Chelsea. Uh, you know, all the top four teams are going to drop points uh, around. Um, so you could say even the top six now um, of teams. Newcastle are absolutely flying, obviously getting a 4-0 victory on the weekend as well against Aston Villa. And your boys, uh, the Gunners, um, just seem to be going from strength to strength, don't they? You know, 5-0 victories against, uh, you know, obviously, albeit Nottingham Forest, but really putting teams to the sword now. And I'm looking forward to this game uh, against Chelsea this weekend. Uh, obviously, this is a real big test for them to, to see what their metal's made of. It's going to be interesting, Scott, isn't it? I mean, sometimes the season can go along and a team is up top and you're sort of just waiting for them to fall down. You think it's going to happen. You think it's going to happen and you get to the end of the season and they haven't. Uh, they've defied gravity. I mean, uh, do Arsenal have the quality to do that, do you think? Well, I think so. I think, look, you talk about teams like that, you know, Leicester City yeah. comes to mind. I know, Arsenal, I know Arsenal's not Leicester City by no means or no stretch, but in terms of the, the calibre and the, the history that they have. However, um, in previous years, they've just not been there or they're about challenging for the title. So I think this time comes round, I think as momentum keeps going and they just keep winning football matches, I think as a as a player myself, the experience you have with that is that your confidence just, just grows and the belief grows within the group itself and, and you go with the momentum and, and look the crowd in the 12th man as well. You can tell... Um, the Arsenal fans they are fully behind their team, their manager. Um, it's not always been that way in the last decade, but um, and they're actually playing some beautiful stuff as well to go with it. So uh, that place is just on a bounce at the moment. And uh, if they're to get this victory away to Chelsea on the weekend, uh, it would be a, a real statement of intent, that's for sure. And it flows through to the squad, doesn't it, Scott? When when the first team's playing so well, it's the guys uh, who are on on the bench or whatever it just want to be part of that. And, uh, and and when they're playing midweek football, when the FA Cup games come around, you know they'll be showing their wares and too, and they they want to be in that first team. But um, taking on Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, it's never easy, despite the the form line, and uh, it's a it's a London derby. But Chelsea two dollars sixty, the draw three fifty, Arsenal two seventy, good value in this one. Uh, this is at Sunday night. Um, who do you like? And it, it's it's also. Uh, Abamyang, he's back against Arsenal. We we know what happened there with uh, Mikel Arteta, and then uh, Gabriel Jesus. He's hasn't been scoring of late, but uh, he was he was very dangerous uh, in that yes. game against Forest as well. Unlucky not to probably score two or three goals in that game. No, absolutely. Look, I think Jesus is still the platform of everything that Arsenal are doing, and 
and getting right at the moment. He's in, he's in involved in, in, in all the good actions and, and, and in, in the goals themselves. So, I, look, I think the goals will come. He had a really couple of good chances against Forrest on the weekend. Um, but, look, Chelsea at the moment, it'll be interesting to see how this result goes. Obviously, they're 1-0 down home to the Zagreb at the moment. If Graham Potter's to lose this, then the pressure sort of starts to mount a little bit. and a little bit, The fans become a little bit disgruntled. Um, at Stamford Bridge, are always a tough place to go. However, um, Arsenal have a very good record there. Uh, and I think the Gunners are probably going to do one over Chelsea um, on the weekend, guys. I, I, think I think they will get the job done. Um, if they can just come through, uh, obviously, this Europa League unscathed midweek, uh, it will set them up nicely. I just think that Arteta will will be dreading um, the break to the World Cup. Just I talked about momentum, so it's going to be uh, interesting to see how they build that back up once the World Cup's finished. Another good game on the weekend is going to be Spurs taking on Liverpool. Liverpool after that loss, but they're, they're very strong against uh, Napoli on uh, in the Champions League. Uh, but Spurs at home, three dollars ten. The draw three sixty. Liverpool two twenty five in that one. So this has been a great game in recent years, hasn't it? Hasn't it, yeah. They went toe-to-toe on, on a lot of occasions. Um, and, you know, the spoils have been shared on, on numerous occasions. Uh, look, Tottenham being at home, uh, obviously getting that wonderful victory yet last night. Finished top of the Champions League group against Marseille, um, scoring in the last minute. Uh, I think, um, you know, Tottenham have had a lot of critics in the last couple of weeks in, in how they've been performing and how their, their football uh, style isn't, suited to a Tottenham way, uh, so to speak. But Antonio Conte, no matter what you say, he gets the job done. And um, they're still there and, and they're about in the, in the Premier League itself. They're in their second, in the, the last 16 in the Champions League. And there's was, was no question Tottenham and Liverpool are under a bit of pro, uh, trouble, albeit got their victory yesterday in the Champions League. Um, but I think Tottenham, uh, being at home, I think they're, they're definitely favourites and, and, and will we'll probably win this one, guys. I think, I think just with Harry Kane, he likes to play against Liverpool. He scores against them all the time, and I think he'll be on the score sheet as well. Another London derby: West Ham taking on Crystal Palace. West Ham favourites, a dollar ninety, three fifty. The draw. Uh, Crystal Palace, the big outsiders there, at three ninety. And another one: uh, Aston Villa against Man United. I believe your son's a big Villa fan, um, Scott. So it'll be the house will be divided, no doubt. Villa taking uh, Villa three forty. The, the draw three fifty, and Man United two oh five in that one. Yeah, look, I think he's got a loving for John McGinn, as you would have known. Um, obviously, their time out here in pre-season, but um, being my son is a very patriotic Scot- Scotsman, obviously being brought up there and, and, and love these Scottish players. And, um, it was great to obviously meet them all when they were here. Um, and he hates Manchester United just as much because he loves Liverpool. So, so, it's, so it's a double whammy Shit. for me. I'm, what a hassle. I'm a double, yeah, exactly. So I'm a Man U fan. Um, but uh, I, I don't know where he gets it from, the Liverpool stuff. But um, he's uh, yeah, he'll be pleased, that, uh, obviously, if uh, Villa were to get this. And look, I think it's a difficult place for, for Man United to go. Um, you know, under the new uh, you know management of Umay Emery as well. I think they'll get a bounce from this. It's going to be a tough one for, for Manchester United, and I could see them dropping points here. And uh, in the A-League this weekend, obviously the worst-kept secret was Bruno Fornaroli leaving Perth <laughs> Glory. Uh, he's now lobbed at uh, Melbourne Victory. And uh, that game on Sunday that you covered uh, for Channel 10 and Paramount, uh, was a, it was a beauty. Uh, a nil-all draw, but, um, geez, it was a, it was a fierce contest. And... Uh, 
Hats off to the Raw too. They they dug in and uh, defended really well against a victory side that uh, was probably lacking someone like Bruno Fornaroli up front. But uh, Melbourne Victory taking on Newcastle Jets on Friday night, a dollar seventy five Melbourne Victory, as as you could imagine, three ninety the yep. draw and the uh, the Newcastle Jets at four dollars twenty five. Yeah, look, the Jets have had a, an interesting start. They've got one win so far. I think Victory are really under a bit of pressure as well. They need to win this game to to stay with, obviously, the likes of Melbourne City and Western Sydney, who are at the top at the moment on 10 points apiece. You know, Melbourne Victory on four. Um, you know, Newcastle Jets you know, sitting in fourth at the moment on six, though. Um, but you'd have to say Victory at home... Um, they just lacked um, that real cutting edge in front of goal, and I think that's why Bruno's come in. But he won't be available till obviously January, guys, because um, you know he signed outside the window, which is odd in itself. Um, you don't really see too much of that these days. Um, but D'Agostino, um, who's really impressed me, obviously last season under Tony Popovich playing his best football, if he can start getting into the goals, I think victory are going to be there or thereabouts. Uh, you know, once again, because they, they, you could see on the weekend their qualities. It was just the final product that they were missing on on the day car you were there as well and yeah but like you said Brisbane Raw really really did well to, to hold out for, for the nil nil draw but they need to find goals themselves I think that's the biggest thing but you know they're just not scoring goals only one goal this campaign so far um and the Brisbane Raw are going to get up that table then they're going to have to find someone to get their shooting boots on at the moment yeah and the Raw take on Sydney FC on Sunday afternoon the Raw 290, the Draw 350, and Sydney FC $2.30. So that this should be a good clash on Sunday. Yeah, it should be a good clash. Uh, look, Sydney have impressed me. Obviously, it's been a massive change around for, for Steve Corica um, in terms of squad. Uh, it's certainly looking a lot more useful than it has done uh, in, in recent campaigns. So um, they had a wonderful game against MacArthur um, on the weekend as well. Uh, MacArthur going down to 10 men early on, but still four and under Dwight York. They've been really impressive so far, but, um, you know, I think Sydney FC, uh, you know, for me at the start of the season, would I have said that they'll be, you know, up there challenging? Uh, I probably wouldn't have, but um, watching their football and the style of play, I think Joe Lolly's come in, the, you know, the, the foreigner from England, uh, from Nottingham Forest, and he's really, really impressed me at the moment. There's been a couple of young players that have impressed me as well. Caballo, the, the Spanish left-back, uh, Tikicic getting his first goal for Sydney FC on the weekend as well. So uh, lots to be happy about if you're a Sydney FC fan at the moment. Um, and they'll be looking to, to just keep up that form and, and, and get the three points against uh, the Raw on the weekend. And before we get your uh, weekend multi, the J-League comes down to the final round on Saturday afternoon. All the games played at the same time, but uh, FC Tokyo taking on Kawasaki. They're Kawasaki favourites in that one. And they're the, the only team that can... Uh, have a crack at Yokohama Marinos, which is uh, coached by uh, Aussie Kevin Musket and also assistant coach Ross Aloisi, $1.68 in that one. So it's going to come down to the wire in that one, Scott. Well, it really is, isn't it? You know, But it's all in you know, uh, Yokohama's hands, isn't it? I know they're playing away from home, so that's going to bring nerves you know, within itself. Um, but look, I think we're all, um, you know, fingers crossed for... Uh, Kevin Musket and his men that he can get it over the line uh, because if <laughs> if he doesn't then it looks like one of the biggest chokes ever doesn't it you know they're seven points clear whatever it was three games to go and um, just haven't got it over the line yet um, but hopefully it can all be um, you know positive for them on the weekend and, and, and I know there'll be a lot of Aussie eyes on, on that game come the weekend 
Uh, okay, so you're multi now. We'll get one from the, the EPL, the game in the EPL, the A-League, and also one for the Rome derby, uh, Roma taking on Lazio, which uh, is always a great clash. Yeah, it is, isn't it? You know, I, I, we'll start with that one in terms of, you know, Roma and Lazio. Lazio coming off, you know, a really good run of form up until the weekend. They, they got battered. Um, uh, it's been topsy-turvy for, for, for obviously, Jose Mourinho's men. Um but I've laid their two points ahead of Lazio at the moment. So, you know, this derby, I, I'm going to go with the, the old man in, in, in Mourinho and the old Fox, and, and I think they'll get the job done. I think 2-1 uh, Roma in that one. And um, my pick for the A-League is going to be Sydney FC uh, versus the Roar. I think that's going to be a draw, Clarky. I think a it's going to be 1-1. Okay. Yeah, 1-1. I think, you know, Roar are going to be the draw specialist this year. I don't see them scoring many goals. Uh, however, um, they won't concede many either. So I think it'll be a tough game for Sydney. I've seen it. And that game will finish 1-1. Um, in the Premier League, I'm going to go with Villa, Manchester United. And I'm going to say 2-1, uh, unfortunately, for Aston Villa. 2-1 Villa over Manchester United. So there'll be plenty of value in that one. So we'll chat again on Tuesday morning, Scott. And enjoy your trip down to Sydney this morning. Cheers, guys. Take care.